0: All right, we got hour number two here, Danny and Dusty. Hour number one flew by. Indeed. Man. Uh, Big shout-outs. We got two texts today, which uh, I I love getting these when uh, we have listeners from out of state or out of the country. Uh, We had a listener um, text us that they were on vacation. Um, I don't know what her name was, but uh, she said, Hey, my husband Gary and I just got back from... uh, tiramido bay in costa rica we were able to listen to you every day and it was great the view is tremendous and the people are fantastic thank you for listening in costa rica that's awesome that's the odyssey app an odyssey station and then we had another uh uh, listener who's listening from maine the other portland Portland, Maine. The, the other portland and uh well no he said central maine uh but he's he's like i'm glad i don't have to listen to you know that New England sports radio talk all the time because everything right now is probably Bruins, Celtics, still the Patriots, Joe Judge and uh, Red Sox hot stove conversations right now. Hey, you're welcome. Welcome to the other Portland radio. So people are listening all over the country. That's great. And we all of the world, it. all over the world. We're global, prestige worldwide. All right, uh, we got some Blazers conversation that we need to get into this hour love what is happening with the AFC Championship game. We have the Bengals and Chiefs, a rematch of last year. And look, I think one of the great rivalries that we have brewing in, in, in quarterback rivalries is Mahomes and Herbert. Just having two guys in the same division, you know? And sure. it, it, if we can get decade of those two going head-to-head, that's awesome. Love it! But then you also have this idea that we're going to have Burrow and Mahomes or Burrow and Herbert or Burrow and Allen, Allen and Mahomes, mm-hmm. Allen and Herbert, all throughout, well, uh, if, you know, the Chargers make the playoffs and don't play the Jaguars and lose, they blow their 27-point lead. Hell, throw Trevor. Trevor Lawrence in there, too. Yes, The AFC, we have all these young quarterbacks where their career arcs are going to be right alongside each other. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have these head-to-heads, and what I love about it, is we have so much buddy buddy in sports right now. Yes, there is so much. Was it, uh, I saw a great quote from was Cam Thomas of the Nets. Yeah, <laughs> where somebody asked him why he never laughs, he said, "Ain't as funny." Yeah, <laughs> like, I love salty. I love salty rivalries and salty dudes yes. in the uh, in, in our sports world. We need more of them. But we had Eli Apple claiming this was burrowhead head that they were heading to, and then you have this week. I love the brashness of of the Bengals, but yesterday we had Willie Gay of the Kansas City Chiefs. He stoked the flames a little bit more yesterday in his in his uh, post practice interview when he was asked about the, the Bengals and what they the threat that they pose. What is it
1: about that Bengals offense that maybe impresses you the most? You played it a few times.
0: Nothing. Nothing, you hear that? <laughs> nothing, nothing. The threat that the Bengals' offense, which we talked about weapons in that first hour in the NFC Championship game, you want to talk about some weapons? The, the Bengals have got them too. Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, you got Hayden Hurst, Joe Mixon out of the backfield, Samajay P. Ryan, like they, the Tyler Boyd. They got dudes on that. They're side not as lacking.
1: Well. No, 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 no. Joe Effen Burrow. The interesting thing about this obviously is gay sitting here saying this, knowing full well that they have lost three straight to this team that doesn't fear doesn't induce fear. Mm. The other part about this, and the little little fun back and forth, is now the mayor of Cincinnati is calling for a paternity test to see if Joe Burrow is in fact Patrick Mahomes' father. <laughs> <laughs> now you got a good mayor. If that's, if that's going on. The, he made a proclamation that God. January 29th, uh, 2023, is they have to play us day. Wow. Spicy. See,
0: but this is... Spicy. Now I, you're getting like into... It. You're right in... Can your butt cash him at this point? And he's
1: not playing, though.
0: No, you, no, 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 You no, can't no. do that, but it's funny. I like it. Well, actually, they can do it, but this is where I love the rivalry,
1: is that yes. you have both
0: of these teams... And they're not afraid to whole, say it, man. Yeah,
1: whole cities. Like I, I love this. I miss this. I think the fact that the, the Bengals were so bad for so long that they they hold on to this with dear life or mm-hmm. for dear life because they know how quickly and how fleeting it can be. Yeah. And like, hey, we aren't here for we aren't here for a long time. We're here for a good time. Let let let's go. Let's let's talk our s. Let's go do our thing. Let's handle business and. To be honest, I'm glad the Chiefs are doing the same thing.
0: Yeah, because that would be the the worst part is if it doesn't if it doesn't come back towards you. And that's like one of the things that, you know, like I, I I'm a Patriots fan, but I hate about the Patriots, you never hear anything out of them. Like everybody will run their mouth and then it's just like radio silence. Like, "Oh, that's nice." You know, like no, give give me this. Give me all of this bitterness yes. in in a rematch between two teams that shouldn't like each other because we're talking Legacies are on. Familiarity
1: breeds contempt. Even more than that. One of the things that I, I love about both Mahomes and Burrow is that they kind of remind me in a sense of LeBron and, and, and Kevin Durant, in that they're kind of pristine and they, they haven't screwed anything up and they won't screw anything up. The worst thing that, that LeBron James has done is the decision. Yeah. But otherwise, he's squeaky clean
0: he really is
1: Patrick Mahomes is going to be squeaky clean the worst thing he's going to have is he's, he has an idiot for a brother yeah and his wife, and his wife
0: sprayed wife. champagne all over people but again
1: like just, it's it's not him it's yeah. it's tangential it's not about him and i think burrow is just preternaturally talented and i think to their core to be you know going kind to of make the analogy they're hoopers mm-hmm. they're ballers they just go out and do it but more than that they get the idea of putting on a show, yeah. I don't want to talk about that Laker game from the other night because it was such a disaster. <laughs> but one of the things about LeBron that stood out for me was that he was putting on a show in a layup line, like he was gassing up the Portland crowd mm-hmm. before the game. I feel like Mahomes is kind of got that in the sense of like,
0: well, they both do, yeah. But they, they, like, Burrow they obviously does.
1: But they they get it, and there's so many people. They, and some of that can be seen as arrogance, but it can also fuel that fire because if you know somebody's trying to put a show on, if you're on the other side, what do you want to do? You want to stop it.
0: But And this is the thing with both those guys. It's not forced. No, like, that's what I mean. That, that it. may be one of the things with LeBron that rubs people the wrong ways. A lot of it is like... Doesn't seem genuine because of he tries to polish his personality. He, he so polishes much, the
1: showmanship, but, but he's a natural go, showman.
0: Yes, he is. But then you go, is that really you? I mean, you you try to be Mister Big Business guy, but then you're gonna play, turn and be the heel sometimes. That's the only thing with him. With these guys, it is they just who they are. Man, who they are is I mean, they're cool. Both both Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes, and I don't know how Patrick Mahomes overcomes it with his voice being so weird. <laughs> But he does. He is man. Both his, these guys. Are his, great. his it's
1: his bad voice versus LeBron's mm. hairline. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, those are the things that they have to overcome. Boy, but
0: that was a bad look when LeBron's hairline f- was falling off. Oh his god, head the hair plugs. The yeah, that was yeah. bad. That
1: was bad. But one of the things I think we 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 get lost in sport and and oh, the cleansing of sports. You know, the taking the emotion out of it. And this this what I talked about yesterday with Steph Curry with the mouthpiece and stuff like. I, I want more emotion. I want more yeah. showmanship. The things we watch sports for isn't just for the final score. It's entertainment yeah. and putting on a show. And I think even to a lesser extent, Willie Gay gets this. Like, yeah, he feels this way, but he's saying it because it's putting on a show.
0: Yeah. And
1: understanding that and building this up. This is every time I, play, I deal with a player who doesn't understand. Like, we don't need media. We we don't need. Yes, you do. Yeah. And I'm not saying that to build myself up. I'm saying that because that's what builds the show. That's what tells the stories, the narratives, everything that comes around behind it. And when you try to sanitize it and cleanse it and, and make it this pure thing, it's it, we're on to Cincinnati. No, that's not as fun. It's it's not. It's no. objectively. If it's, I told you, it's that, not good for the game. No. If I told you that you could have the the same Patriots, but you, instead of the boring years that you had where you went and won. No you had the Randy Moss years. Mm-hmm. If you had that every year where they were stunting on teams. Mm-hmm. W- which would you rather have?
0: The 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 ones where they were just well, I mean, obviously the ones where they were more fun and still winning.
1: But it but yeah, it's it's the yeah. It's the show like was there ever a more fun team than than that team for you as a Patriots fan?
0: I, I mean, it's been a yeah, hmm in different ways, though, like that team was a lot of fun, but like the early iterations were a ton of fun too because they were so defensive minded. Sure, and those they had they had some characters on those. Teams. But that's the other thing too
1: is they had they had guys that knew yeah. how to put on a show. Yeah, but I, it's just the thing that I love about Mahomes and Burrow. I think they get it. It's putting on a show. Yep, and they yep. win too.
0: Well, but there is, and this text says it's not a rivalry if only one side wins. Uh why do you keep using the words like rivalry and rematch? They played three times in two years. <laughs> I mean
1: I don't know if and, you guys know this three <laughs> four times in two years is a lot. Three
0: times in two years. Well
1: no, I mean this will be the
0: This will be the third or fourth, yeah. Fourth. fourth. Yeah. Um but this is where it's in the AFC championship game. They're they don't like each other. They're making it very clear that they don't like each Back-to-back other.
1: Back to back playoff matchups doesn't happen. That's why we highlight them. And that is
0: where rivalry is like this is the start of a rivalry this is Cowboys Niners like
1: this this is where you build that stuff up yes and
0: and you don't get these opportunities very often in conference championship games and to have it in back-to-back years that is fun like and and if he Joe Burrow walks out of there this is an interesting one and I'll I'll leave that I would love to hear the the feedback on this is there any legacy conversation, if Cincinnati pulls this one off and they win their they win, they're 4-0 against Big Bad Mahomes and Andy hmm. Reid, and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes get sent with their tail between their legs in the again. AFC Championship game again, 503-250-1080. Danny and Dusty on the fan.
1: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty.
0: Brought to you by the A Sportsbook. On
1: 1080 The Fan.
0: Patrick Mahomes should win the MVP this year, in my opinion. He is, I think, inarguably the best quarterback in the NFL and playing at the highest level right now in the entire National Football League. And Andy Reid is one of the best coaches that we've ever seen. Heck, the dude is now, with two different franchises, hosting five consecutive conference championship games did it in Philly five years in a row, now is doing it in Kansas City five years in a row. And both of those guys have the merits already, Reed already, the Hall of Famer Schumann. Patrick Mahomes, uh, if that already, dude could retire today and he'd be in the Hall of Fame. That is without question. And this is, so with that kind of framework laid out there, they're not changing their Hall of Fame resumes by what happens, but what do we think of of this Kansas City Chiefs team in a in a in a world that we live in defined by your eras and dominance, dominance and having a dynasty if they get sent packing and and lose the AFC championship game and not just lose the AFC championship game but lose a fourth game in a row to the Bengals, and lose back-to-back years to Cincinnati in Kansas City in the conference championship game.
1: That's the kicker right there is doing it at home. Here's the thing that blows my mind in that we're so quick to move on and and anoint and praise. and In football, more than anything, it's part of what makes Tom Brady's run so obscene is that nothing is given. Nothing is a given. And for a window to exist, most guys don't get one window, Mm -mm. let alone four. In that this, Tom Brady got. Well, and this is a second window of Mahomes and Reed. Yes, and beyond that, I, I, I heard them... Uh, I can't remember what show it was, but I remember walking into the house or, or walking into the living room and hearing something along the lines of, as Mahomes begins to build his resume to match that of Brady's, and I'm like, he's f- at least four of these things away <laughs> before we even remotely start talking about this. What? And, like... And that's the thing is, as great as Mahomes is, I heard people talk about him being the greatest quarterback talent ever. And I'm like, okay, we've had this discussion before. Like, we had it around Aaron when Aaron was taking over the world. Like, people tend to forget that those those MVP seasons that were, the stuff he was doing was incredible. Or Brady's 50 touchdown season. And all of a sudden it's like, that equates to being the greatest quarterback of all time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know what, maybe we should just, Let the cards fall where they do and then kind of go from there. Because right now, Joe Burrow has had something to say about it the last three bleeping times. Yeah. Yeah. And when we're talking about which quarterback do we trust more last week? Yeah. There's a reason why I fall on Joe Burrow. And it has nothing to do with Patrick Mahomes and everything to do with Joe Burrow. Does Joe Burrow winning this game, does that – do you feel any differently about Joe Burrow? No. No. No, I wouldn't
0: feel any different cuz I know he's he's greatness he's and, that and dude. this is what we're this is what we're seeing is we're seeing two great quarterbacks duel. And look we saw it even though it was one-sided last week, uh you you're seeing it with like Bro and Allen. And this is we're in the AFC name an easy out in the AFC right now. At that quarterback position, it's hell on defensive coordinators. It, it really is.
1: Yep. And then you look at—it's so interesting. I honestly think that if we're talking about the narrative and shaping of all of this, Joe Burrow winning is ho hum. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes wins, you're going to hear about the legend of Patrick Mahomes. It's—it's it's very. It, it, I don't say I don't say the media collectively because I am. We are. (laughs) Uh But the shaping of this, doesn't it feel like if Mahomes wins, it's going to be a coronation, and if Burrow wins, it's going to be another day of the office? Yeah, um,
0: One of them, I think it is more. I I think if Mahomes wins the Super Bowl again, I think that is it. I don't think this will do it for him. Getting there is one thing. The greatness Mm -hmm. needs you've got to win. I'm talking
1: talking about just in this head-to-head matchup.
0: Yeah. I, well, no, I don't, I don't think cause Mahomes is was still, he's still got like, some work to do. And then so, we have, then we have some real teeth to this thing. Mm-hmm. We have some teeth to a rivalry here where you're sitting there and you're going, all right, now we got a back and forth. We we're going to be trading haymakers um, from here on out. I think with, with Joe Burrow, it then becomes, okay, if you can make it to the Super Bowl twice, can you get, can you get over that hump and can you win? when it matters the most against no matter who they're playing it's going to be a a Super Bowl is going to be awesome yes regardless of of who is in we're going to have an awesome game and i think we're going to have sweet uniform matchups which is You're going to have an elite
1: quarterback against a great defense no matter what happens in in the Super Bowl if, but if Burrow wins this does this turn into uh Brady Manning 2.0 that's what we were talking about yeah. in the break was d- what made and then is Alan Roethlisberger, if he can make it go? Because to me, it kind of seems like history is just repeating itself. Uh, and Herbert's Phil Rivers. Dang. Yeah. Well, he has to be. He keeps losing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and I don't make the rules. It's not my the fault. And
1: but think about it. Like, Roethlisberger was in a cold, windy city. He Every once in a while, he'd find a way to win. Now, Allen hasn't done it, but yeah. he's in a cold, windy hey, city. Hey, all it takes is one season. Maybe right?
0: Maybe, maybe Justin Herbert can be Drew Brees instead of Phillip Rivers. Start, in, start with the Chargers. You're hoping. Hopefully, without a shoulder injury, he gets a shot to go somewhere else. And he goes there, and he, he gets over the hump. He ends up with the Saints. Well, with Sean Payton.
1: <laughs> I mean, one one can only hope. But when you look at it right now, like if Burrow wins this game, yeah. I think it's super easy to draw that comparison because yeah. Mahomes is going out and setting all these crazy records. But like when like it matters, Bayton. But when it matters most, who wins? That's yeah. literally what we were talking about Yo, in, in the sheist, break was like, what made Brady Manning special what was because the the rarity of it. Yep. Because remember that was the first like five years I think they played once, and then the league got the regular season matchup to start the yeah. season off the Super Bowl win, and we got the first of Brady Manning's, and that's what kind of built that up. And if you know if and that's what I said, if Burrow wins this, is this like Brady Manning? Is this like a ho hum kind of a situation where it's like, yeah, Mahomes is that dude, but he can't deal with this guy,
0: and. Can, can we come out of this game if the Bengals win? It that's a big if, by the way. With putting some respect to Zach Taylor's name, I mean Zach Taylor is a guy whose his team's just winning right now, left and right. And people had him left for dead, and he just is picked it up. That gets Joe Burrow. Obviously that helps, but they are calling him a bum because he was criminal. The offensive line they put him behind his rookie year that got him hurt. And last year, still a terrible offensive line, yet with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and a good scheme, mm-hmm. coaching matters, they went to the dang Super Bowl, and then he could do it again this year. Give me some Zach Taylor love. A little, maybe, just not a lot. Just like a little?
1: Just a little sprinkle? It's a little like a little bit. bit. Yeah. You, you go grab it. You gonna go grab some Zach right. Taylor love? I was going to mean the clip, but I can oh, grab okay. some Zach Taylor love, too. Oh, okay. okay. Uh,
0: text 503-250-1080. I think we'll start to think Andy Reid was lucky to get one. I've never seen a coach with so many championship games with one ring. That's a fact. But
1: it also shows you how difficult it is to win yeah. the big one.
0: Uh, Here's a stat that uh, I found yesterday from Scott Kazmer. There have been 34 teams who have lost a conference championship game at home Oof. in the NFL. 34.
1: Really? Yeah. That's a lot.
0: Yeah, 34. Um, Bill Cower has four of them. Andy Reid has four of them. Jeez. Those two combine of eight of the 34 losses. Okay? No other coach has more than two.
1: This Andy shows you Reed, how good they were to be there that many times. Absolutely.
0: Andy Reid could be the first to have five of those losses. Yikes! Yikes. He could have five of the thirty-five. Two in NFL very history. different coaches, too. Yeah, yeah. That that's in like again, to to kind of go back to where we started. This conference championship game should it, it will not like be any sort of definitive statement on Patrick Mahomes or Andy Reid and what they are in the dominance that they've had in their their crafts. But at the same time, people will always look at it and be like, gosh, they got close a lot. And how hard it is to mm-hmm. finish those things off. That that It's not choking.
1: You, it's That's just the nature of the beast. How hard it was,
0: whether it was the Steelers of the 70s, the Niners of the 80s, the Cowboys of the 90s, the Patriots of the 2000s. It is really dang hard to win multiple Super Bowls. Ask the Seahawks. Even if you get back, it is really stinking hard to get over the hump and get it done. 503-250-1080. That be the fan, Texan. This is Danny and Dusty right now.
1: It's time for today's worst day on the web. With Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080, the fan. Man, that sucks! I was just All old right, Tucker's day. I oh, the yeah. face shots were still out. What was that? I tried to get it in. I want I thought it would be a little funny joke and it just went all over dust. You know. No, I, I, I couldn't pick it up and I was like
0: go ahead and pull that drop that you just had too. <laughs> I was
1: just <laughs> old enough and where I came from. The face shots were still out. Oh. <sighs> that's a lot cleaner than I was hoping for.
0: Yeah, buddy. That'll happen. Hmm. All right. Uh, worst day on the web. What do you got, my man?
1: Uh, I didn't put this one on the dock just so okay. I could surprise you guys with it. Uh, did you see what happened to uh, Clemson basketball player uh, Brevin Galloway?
0: Okay. I saw <laughs> a video um, going on the internets of him just in a hospital bed. I never watched it, though. All I saw was... Oh, oh, oh! And then just kind of laughing face emojis over and over again. So when you see that people are laughing and people are like grimacing online, I—that's auto. No, nah, I'm good. What? What did? What happened to this? I have basketball no idea what player? you're talking about.
1: No idea. So he—he uh, he said he was rushed to the doctor on Thursday after his balls and nutsack were exploded.
0: Been there. Oh no.
1: So he said, this morning I went to lift, I came back, I took a nap, I woke up from my nap, my balls and my nutsack were exploded. No. He said he, went, he underwent immediate surgery, and thankfully after about three hours underneath, knife, everything down under is now back to quote-unquote normal size. He says, I don't know what happened to my balls. I guess they were trying to be like basketballs, but we made it. <gasps> he has a lifting accident? That's definitely what it sounds like. I would imagine it was probably a um, uh I think you're benching wrong. What what is it what you call Yo! when you break the intestinal wall? Um hernia. Mm-hmm. I would imagine it was probably a hernia that like he was doing like hip thrusts. I would I would imagine a hernia that probably leaked into his That dude sack. needs to learn how to power clean. That's a,
0: that's what I'm gathering out of this is that dude was doing some cleans or maybe some snatches and he shot his hips and it went
1: beep. He said the testicular but that one, You would notice that though. Yeah. As someone who has incorrectly snatched before, I mean, you have you notice it. You know right away that you were doing it wrong. What? I was going to let you keep going on that yeah, one. Yeah,
0: well, you're going to have to go grab your own drops yep. there, buddy. Uh, I don't have to.
1: <laughs> we, we can get rust. Uh... R- Dusty one thirty four. Yeah, we got this. <laughs> I got the official clock. Yeah, um, but uh, Galloway later said he had testicular torsion that he experienced. It was so bad he couldn't breathe without any pain, and he said it was a ten of ten on a pain scale. Oh, I've had that.
0: Yeah, it's when know. it
1: twists. Not, not to that level. No, not to that level. <laughs> but no, like, obviously not to that level. But it, it's when it twists. Yeah, and it get the cords like get tangled up together, much like. Uh, uh, like it would with you get your wires crossed exactly like your buds and, and the blood flow doesn't like go or it goes too much i don't know i just i know it's when it twists i would say it's
0: not going at that point
1: yeah there, there's yeah. like it's a common thing it happens i had a teammate like once or twice a month what are you guys <laughs> doing in ellensburg <laughs> i don't know i just i just remember he was there for like three months and like once or twice a month, he'd be like, Oh, yeah, I missed practice today. Why? Ah, testicular torsion. Gosh, it happens, man. Dude, tuck him to the side. Oh, God, tuck him to the side. Well, it twists. It, what are you it, working with, Dumbo? <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> not like, tuck a, him to the side. It's not a tucking issue or no, like, no, he did it in his sleep. That's what I'm saying. Like, just,
0: <clears> oh. I oh. thought he did it. I thought he did it working out. I thought this was a lifting injury.
1: He said I, I he this said is... I, this morning I went to lift, I came back, I took a nap, I woke up from my nap. Mm. And my my no, balls and my nutsack were exploded.
0: That's not good at
1: all. Like I think you go to sleep with a little bit of knowledge like hey, you know what? Something doesn't feel right down that's there. That's what I mean like yeah. it hurts. Tuck to a the side.
0: Lot. Yeah, that, that's not good. You man.
1: can lose them too. Like you got to go right to the hospital. It's he like did the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, no, he he did go straight to the hospital. Yeah. It's bad okay uh i've never had i've never been engorged down there in the sense yeah. of uh, anything disruptive well like, i have
0: have you uh, i well yeah, yeah 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 oh yeah yeah mm. I, I took a like back in the day they used to do this thing where like if you took like a shot they would like lift you up and just drop you on your butt like straight down on your butt <laughs> yeah if they're like so you mobile, took dir- like medical shots like, uh, no what no like if you took a shot to the uh the nether regions mm. like and they'd be like, Is it uh, is it down there? And he'd be like, uh, yeah, not like it not like it like it went all up in there, but it was like not it just was kind of uh, sustained. shriveling almost, yeah. you know, like yeah. when it shrinkage happens, mm-hmm. then they would boom, make sure you got the jolt back down. But I had a buddy who or one of my roommates actually, he broke his hip. Mm. And when he broke it, he like he chipped off like a little piece of his hip bone and after the game he's like, Man, my hip really hurts. And he didn't really think much of it mm-hmm. uh after like we got home and he was like yeah guys something is really really wrong and it was like softball like softball size and it was just in his hip all the all the bleeding the it just drained leaked, right leaked down, down. Re- right right down in there
1: in the old scope
0: yeah that changed our saturday night plans Whew. but we got a good laugh out of it because that's what you do. That's how you know your friends. Yes. Which it's his birthday today. Happy birthday, Seahill. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there's some brutal ones. There is also uh, that's, that's
1: that's like one lower body injury I have managed to avoid.
0: There's also our, our high school coach will always tell us a story of it was like the cautionary tale, like, hey, if you get hit down there, um, make sure like you, you know, you don't want to heat that thing up because there was a guy, I guess he, he was a like, high school, he was a kid, and he was like a few years before me. He went in hot tub after the game, and uh, that wasn't good. He had to go to the hospital because he had some massive swelling too.
1: It's had something float up, huh?
0: Yeah, man, that
1: little buoy. <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought of heating it up after getting hit there. Lots of ice packs. No, like he was just of... in a
0: hot tub. He wasn't heating it up Purposeful, He was just like he, he went just... in a hot tub yeah. and it was like, whoa, oh, that's not good.
1: You imagine just sitting in the tub and then <sighs> bloop bloop. So,
0: like a tea bag <laughs> no <laughs> no I can't
1: oh god
0: okay. uh, P1B Rod this happened to my college roommate he did a cannonball in the swimming pool uh, they crossed and swole real quick he oh. was throwing up and couldn't breathe yeah I could imagine I could imagine
1: that's, that, that's the worst sense of crossing your wires ever this poor guy
0: oh easily it, it's horrible it's what's not this funny. guy's name should we start like, like should we, do we send him a gift basket like with some oranges, some 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 oranges fruit. with sorted nuts,
1: yeah, grapefruit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I Just send it to the hospital. Hey, bud, how do you like plums? Yeah, yeah.
0: Like a like a little spool for like wires and stuff, so he can like wrap up his court, all of his
1: corded uh, little, devices. A little corkscrew in there. <laughs> oh. We found for you some enlarged peanuts. Oh. <laughs> yeah, look at how big these almonds oh. are. Yeah, and he's in the ACC. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Good luck on that next trip to Cameron Indoor, because uh, oh god, they're gonna they're gonna roast you. They're
1: gonna roast his nuts. Yep. Mm. Got him. Come Get on, him. rim fart. Hold that's on. a rim I've, fart. I've got it. <sighs> I say Russ. Russ. Russ would have been proud of that one.
0: <sighs> yeah. That's gonna be tough for him. That's gonna be tough luck going to uh, opposing venues after this. Yeah,
1: that's. <sighs> Yeah, those fans are going to go nuts. I,
0: <sighs> they are. They are.
1: You know what would been worse? Huh. Is if he came back with his balls actually that big.
0: Oh, well, uh, you know what? That should be his, like, if he hits a big three. Oh,
1: he should, he should, he should yeah, absolutely he should, Sam, Sam Cassell that. Yeah, he need, He
0: has to do that. He's got
1: to have the Randy Marsh wheelbarrow picture on a shirt. Mm-hmm. Where uh, he walks into every game.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Um, to everybody texting in your gross stories, the – Please stop.
1: Is Mitch Haniger listening?
0: How about the how about that with the Seattle Mariners? This is a good time. You know, I'm glad you brought up Mitch Haniger. Uh, this is a very good time to note that the Seattle Mariners still have more ruptured testicles than playoff series wins in their God. franchise's history. Brutal. I think it, it, before this year it was before, more than they had playoff games. Games.
1: Well, isn't it the same amount of home playoff games that they've had as ruptured testicles? I think they may be even now. One day we're going to win that battle.
0: <laughs> Go, M's. Vicious rivalry. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. Oh man. Um. They've had five now. Oh, they're even with their playoff appearances now. Five. They've had five. Five ruptures, and uh, four playoff appearances.
1: Mm-mm. Who are the five? Other than Mitch, <clears throat>
0: I've gone through this before. Yeah, we did this this summer. Um, I'll read them for you. I'll, I'll go find them for. One guy did it twice. <laughs> yeah,
1: there was a two none? No, it was the same one twice. Oh, um, I I thought it like once it's ruptured, I kind of no, like you can save it. Oh, oh, I figured it was like Mount St. Helens. Like it's once the top's gone, it's <laughs> gone. <laughs> um, now you can you can destroy it. I believe. Uh, Because Mitch destroyed his, I thought. I think Manu Ginobili destroyed one of his. A a buddy of mine, he did have one destroyed. We referred to him as the wrecking ball afterwards. Mm. All right. um, We have (laughs) Mike Parrott, (laughs) Josias
0: Manzanillo, Adrian Beltre. Beltre was the one, And um, now Mitch Hanager.
1: I should have known Beltre. I loved Beltre when he was in Seattle. I don't Mm. remember that. Yeah. Man, poor guys. The aerodynamics on a singular just seems weird. Do you think they're faster? I mean, you are losing weight. I mean, people want to. No,
0: no, man. Because
1: you can't split it down the middle anymore on the bike seat. You got to pick a side.
0: All right. Would you get the fake one?
1: Oh, 100%. Yeah. The glass eye. eye? Yeah. My buddy did have the option to do that. He He opted mm. instead for the wrecking ball.
0: Yeah. Yeah, or would you just go by with yeah, one did you go the uniballer? He he, he <laughs>
1: did we we called in the wrecking ball because he had a few drinks and he may have
0: No, oh, come on. No B- he But what? Oh, yes. Um.
1: Yes he did. What's the point of getting the glass eye? I don't understand. The balance. The balance? What balance? Are you going to be massively thrown off your balance is in your ear. No, I don't know. no have you like you
0: never had it before?
1: No? <laughs> you don't know. But I, it doesn't make sense. Like just a glass ima- eye at least makes it's sense. It's like phantom it's limb syndrome, dude. Imagine like reaching down and there's just nothing yeah, there. It, but it no one would know. You it would cosme- know.
0: It is cosmetic, man. B- it but is who's totally. It? It, it, it your significant it's less, other. It's, then it's just you, know what, you know what? You a
1: jarring experience that would be Will they're gonna be well aware. You like kinda hey, just so you know, I have this pre-game press conference. This <laughs> yeah, is what's gonna happen.
0: I, yeah, I don't think so, man. I think you Imagine I, the
1: first time that, that bring that on them. That well, first well, go, oh my knew? god! What if you were already in a relationship? Then they're gonna be well aware. If you're leaving someone because of that kind of injury, you're a piece of garbage. You I'm not talking it, about leaving somebody, it's like, gonna go. be awkward. It's not leaving someone, it's just scaring them. Yeah. It's not scaring them. That's what the press conference oh is for. Yeah, yeah, let them ask questions. Nothing's proprietary. Oh boy, that'd be a very awkward. That's a mood killer on the one night stand, brother. Well, guess what? You don't get one night
0: stands. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Anywho, mm. <clears throat> now we're moving. Now we're moving on here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you folks out there. All right. Hey, uh, so, this is going to sound very familiar to Duck fans. Next on the fan.
1: This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty.
0: Brought to you by the A Sportsbook.
1: On 1080, The Fan.
0: Give me some Zack Taylor love. I'm all for it. I'm all for the Zack Taylor love. All right, uh, Danny and Dusty here with you.
1: <clears throat>
0: you got something over there?
1: Yeah, what do you uh, got over there? What uh, do you got over there? Jake Fisher is reporting and confirming what I... Was told was that Jeremy Grant has been offered his max contract offer, uh, but obviously has yet to accept it. But the offer has been made.
0: Oh, that's pretty big.
1: I I don't think it is because I think Jeremy's outplayed that extension to an extent.
0: Yeah, but it's a uh, big news that it's happening right meow, yes. and uh, the fact that this is going to that the max contract, and this is going to be... This
1: is the four-year four, four year 112 deal. Yeah, four-year,
0: one, $112 million. Uh, what that does do is that, that dramatically changes the way that you attack kind of the free agency moves moving forward, and also, you know, we've heard these rumblings, we talked about these rumblings last mm-hmm. week, of, look, anything is on the table, anybody is on the table. But that takes more, one person off the table outside the, of Damian Lamont, Ollie Lillard.
1: Yes, also... That there is the idea that in free agency, because the Blazers have his bird rights and the capacity to go over, they can offer him a fifth year in the offseason for more money. Yeah. So, there's Blazers fans, don't panic. This is honestly about a month ago, this is expected. The way he had been playing this Should season, be. it's it's the best season of his career. Yeah. He's been this, uh, the second best finisher in transition in the entire NBA this year. He's been one of the best three point shooters in the league uh, on volume this year. Been a tremendous. He's been
0: great. He's been he's been fantastic. He's been
1: everything you want him to be. He is worth man. the thirty plus million dollars that he's going to get, mm-hmm. and the additional year. Here's I mean, this is his last big deal probably because he's twenty eight years old. Yeah. All right. Nothing surprising there in the sense he can make a lot of clothes with that. Yes, he can. He can. His, his clothing line is going to pop. That guy's yeah. he dresses clean, man. uh Okay. Look. I, I he high fashion
0: is not for me, and he does a lot of high fashion. Looks. That's the thing is
1: he's not Kyle Kuzma wearing a ski mask and calling it fashion.
0: Uh no, no. Or the, the oversized pink sweater that Kuzma wore Come on. You're just looking for attention. Listen,
1: Kuzma, Russ, those guys they're 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 attention whores. Yeah. Jeremy is into fashion. When he yeah. you know where he was coming from when the team came down for summer league? Milan. Close. Paris. He was coming from Fashion Week. Like this is what he does. Like that's outside of basketball. There's he put a bag on the table the other day that was by itself like a little handbag. It was like a seven thousand dollar custom yeah. handbag, and I was like, Ah, you're gonna need a bigger one than that for your contract extension.
0: Um. All right. Well, uh, Jeremy Grant gonna be here for a while, and in the long haul, and that is a little bit of stability, and that also. Uh. Look, he is. He has got to accept it and sign it. But if he does, then that tells you. He likes it, and he is comfortable I would be it.
1: willing to bet that Jeremy Grant will be here on this team next year on a big deal. Uh, Jake Fisher also does state that uh, Portland is open to discussing the majority of their players, including Josh Hart and Yusuf Nurkic, which, which we talked about yesterday. Uh, Fisher goes on basically to say that he does not expect Hart to be a part of the franchise as well, going forward after the deadline. Yep, nothing there is new. Um, as far as the breaking developments, is from what I have heard, is that Hart huh. is a name that is being sought after by at least five different teams.
0: Uh, hold on, I think that this is interesting wording from Jake Fisher, you know, because it says, uh, you know, you mentioned the the fact that he's 28, he turns 29 in March. Um, it says he and franchise focal point Damian Lillard have had a close connection since playing on Team USA in the 2021 Olympics. So there, there's Dame and Jeremy. Then the very next sentence is mm-hmm. the rest of the Blazers roster seems far more unsettled in front of, in, uh, in front of the February 9th trade deadline. Mm-hmm. Again, this goes back to reading those tea leaves of that's a weird thing to put out there that you know, you just gave Ann a hundred million dollars. He should be in that. He should be in that sentence above too. If if they're not willing to listen to those phone calls, for that would have to be a blockbuster, though. That would have to be a monumental, big time blockbuster deal. Yes,
1: you you would have to get an absolute stud for Anthony Simons and or Shaden Sharp. Okay, that's where it sits. I I would put the likelihood of the Portland Trailblazers make like if you put the line at over or one and a half deals yeah. between now and the deadline, I'm taking the over.
0: Ooh. Oh. They will make two
1: deals. One will be Hart, and there will be one either to move Yusuf, Yusuf Nurkic or one more to clear a million dollars in space, i.e. trading uh, end of the rotation guy like a Greg Brown who was just assigned to the G League uh, for a second right, a heavily protected second-round pick. And then they to re- reach the roster minimum, they go and sign a uh, vet minimum guy. Okay. that's on a prorated deal Okay. that would allow them, because it does not impact your salary cap, it would not push you over the tax. That is their way around that.
0: All right. I'm just waiting for the days that uh, that this roster is ready to go full Paul Allen with Jody at the helm, which was, when you feel like you have a chance, Go swinging. who the hell cares about the the luxury tax? We're going to go and get it. Like I, I like that. Mm-hmm. I really, I think, I can't wait for that day.
1: Yeah, no, the, the, uh, hmm. it'll be an interesting spot because it's something we can go look at. um okay. as far as when does that clock start?
0: Uh, well, about what? W- about
1: when you're in that time? When you're in that window? When you have to make that decision? Hmm. Uh, Is it this summer? Is it next trade deadline? I think there's there I think there's arguments for either side of that.
0: Um. I think it. I think it is this summer
1: because okay. of the timeline, right? I don't know if you look at it right now. Damian Lillard's a absolute monster. Does, do you think he's going to fade between now and the next eighteen months?
0: I don't care about that. I, I'm caring about like this. When do, when are big moves made? We oh, talk no, about this all no, the time. No, no, no.
1: But I'm saying, let's say that they make a move this summer, but like a big move this summer. Let's say they make a big move
0: this summer. Then that's it. Then, then we're but,
1: good. But well, no, the roster's not going to be done. If they trade Anthony Simons or Shaden Sharp, they're gonna need to do more still. Okay, you, you need guys behind that. That's what I'm saying. When does the clock starts ticking on this summer?
0: Okay, I, I think this is like yeah, yes. Because how many times are we gonna push the timeline back even further? It was untangle the mess. I mean, I mean, even you've been saying it. Give him, give Joe Cronin in this uh, front office eighteen months. That would be this summer and heading into next season, it the expectation should be, all right, let's go. Let, let's go and get it. Because if you make, you have Damian Lillard already in place, okay? You made a big move, and you untangled a massive mess at last year's trade deadline, which was fantastic for the organization. It's great for the organization. Mm. And it does not happen all in just one magical trade deadline. It does take time for that to happen. But then you go, and you are able to make a big move, last year acquiring jeremy grant Mm -hmm. and you bring him in and then if you make another big one this in in say two incremental moves this deadline yep okay and then you make a big one next year well yes then the expectation is you better win because then you have you have made significant roster change and upgraded this roster in three big ways and then two incremental moves, one at the deadline last year and then one at the deadline this year. So, yeah, I, I would say that's when it is win
1: time. Which, for, for me, what should you think about it? Pretty quick turnaround. It's well, yeah, but it's that 18 months, but like to my point of again, but then how give much, them 18 months to see what they can do.
0: But then, how and here is where it's like the expectation there you, you do have to hold them to the fire because of the fact that. Damian Lillard, we just talked about this yesterday. Damian Lillard is the third oldest person ever to score 60 points in a game. Like, the clock is ticking. There have been a lot of phenomenal basketball Mm -hmm. players. Only Steph Curry and Kobe Bryant, those are the only two guys that are older than Dame to score 60 points. Michael Jordan didn't do it. (laughs) You know, he's 32 years old. And you look at this, after next year, okay, we're talking about a 33-year-old Dame. And so you want to keep that window open as long as you can to for Damian Lillard, then yeah, that expectation should be next year if they make that big move this next, this next off season. And that's why I keep yeah. coming
1: back to a year from this deadline being kind of like the, the crossroads for where this team is going to be.
0: Yeah. I don't think the fan base will have the patience for that though.
1: <laughs> and they, and they want to, and there's a, there's a, portion of the fan base that wants to trade Damian Lillard and tank.
0: But uh, I mean, yeah, that's a very small portion. <laughs> but I mean,
1: you want to talk about you want to talk about patience. Like that's that's the kind of thing that blows my mind.
0: But uh, yeah, but they they have they, I think they there is been enough patience and I think now it is frustration. And I I don't blame them. But do you blame them for being frustrated?
1: I do to an extent because of This is going to sound obnoxious, I don't care. <laughs> there is not being a clear cut enough line between GMs being drawn,
0: yeah, in the well, fan and that's
1: why everybody's think, allowing this to bleed together, and it's two very different visions.
0: For but this team. I think the frustration is wasting the greatest blazer of all times' career.
1: But that's the thing is, I don't think that the new GM is doing that. No, I I know, but the clock
0: is ticking, and that that's what that's the whole thing that yeah. I'm saying is that. That is where the sense of urgency is, and there's where that's where the frustration with fans are. Is like, hey man, like this is this is Damian Lillard, the best player we've ever had here, and he wants to be here, and this is what everybody had been hoping for yeah. for years. And uh, Neil O'Shea, he gets a lot of criticism. He should continue to get criticism that's... for not doing enough to maximize Damian Lillard's the prime. Imagine of his if you career.
1: had Joe five years ago,
0: and. and I don't know a if willing, that would have been good or not because we don't know the result. But hell, if it was a guy who's willing, willing to move, hell yes, yeah, that's
1: the thing. It's <laughs> my my gripe beyond Neil personally was always about his unwillingness to take a big swing. Yeah, I don't feel like Joe Cronin is is unwilling to do so.
0: Yeah, let's go, let's get it, let's get it. Okay, um, that's a, that's good news though that uh, the extension offer has been made. Also, we'll tell you a little bit about um, you know ownership's willingness to be all in on this roster still, and they're not going to skimp on and try to lowball guys. They're going to pay, yeah. keep guys around. Because, that's always been something that the Blazer fans will always hit the panic button on. That no, don't panic. Luxury tax wise,
1: they're they're probably. That's the other thing is about this is it, yeah, I I don't think the Blazers. Get in the tax because they're going to cost themselves probably about $20 million in luxury tax payments. It's not nothing to shy at. Yeah. But they're going to be in the tax next year, no matter what. Like, they,
0: they're <laughs> going to do it.
1: Based on what Ant, what Jeremy, like what guys are getting paid, like they're going to be in the tax next year.
0: Hey, then how about that? Weird. The the pressure won't be dialed up by just the fan base. Ownership will go, we need to win too. Yeah, because otherwise <laughs> they're going
1: to need to ask or get off the spot too with some guys.
0: I'm, it's exciting. It's an exciting time, though, yes. to be a Blazer fan. It, it really is because you do have a GM who wants to make those swings. You have ownership that is not going to go skimp and be cheap, and go all Houston Rockets on you. They're they're not trying to waste Damian Lillard's entire career. No, they're not. They're not. They're not. All right. Uh, so Jeremy Grant, max extension, four years, hundred twelve million. Which, in three years, that's going to be pocket change. Yes.
1: And that's the thing is we, we, we've we got to change our, our perception of, like, dollars amounts. Really what we should do, Dusty, is we should lead the, the movement on this. Instead of talking about what, how much dollars, because agents love saying dollars out loud because uh-huh. of how it sounds, yeah. we should just talk about percentage of cap.
0: Sure. Yeah. Because that, that's, 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 honestly,
1: it. it's what's more important.
0: Yeah, and it's, that, it's a, that quarterback conversation, too, in the NFL. Yes. Yeah. All right, uh, we need to get our picks in. We need yes. to get our picks in. 503-250-1080. We got Conference Championship Week. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way.